The best time to get a great deal on a Jeep SUV is now during the Summer of Jeep event. Visit Jeep.com or your local Jeep brand dealer to find the perfect Jeep SUV for you. Hurry in and make this the Summer of Jeep. Right now during the Summer of Jeep, purchasing at 10% below MSRP on the 2023 Jeep Compass Limited 4x4 or Renegade Latitude 4x4. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. Contact dealer for details. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 731-23. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello and welcome to MGP 339. I'm Kevin. With me this week, there's Anna and Pab. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello. Hello. Do either of you know where Sheepdog is? I've no. been sat here for an hour waiting for him. No. What's, what's happening here? No, we don't know. See, normally when one of us has a week off, we make up a hilarious reason why they're absent. But with Sheepdog literally being a no-show, I am a little bit worried that he might be dead and it will be in poor taste. So I think we should probably do two versions of this. <laughs> one where we mock him and one where we like have a minute silence and then you can use whichever one seems appropriate in the morning. Does that seem okay? Right, okay. So um, if anything bad has happened to Sheepdog, we're all very sad. Oh, message just in, news just in. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Let's have a look, let's have a look. I said four t- four times in your feed last night. I'm on a stag, Sorry. Well, he never, does he actually? Oh, that so, boy so that's on you. Him. That's on you then. It's, I stream to hundreds of people. I don't read every message. If the mm. only way he's let us know is by leaving a chat comment on a street <laughs> on a Twitch stream, then that's absolutely on him. The absolute cretin. He's got. Why couldn't he send us a text or use our yeah. Twitch chat oh, or know. any of the, or Twitter chat yeah. or any of these things? You're not wrong. I didn't know anything about it. And I didn't know anything about it. And I didn't know anything about it because I was too busy entertaining the masses. Not searching out. Oh, you're an idiot, sheepdog. You're an idiot. Right. Forget (laughs) that one where we were being sympathetic and nice. (laughs) The man's an idiot. Um, He's in hospital having all of his diseases squeezed out of him. The dirty pervert. What an idiot. What an idiot. (laughs) My word. How do, and how does he go on so many stag do's? I've been on one in my life. I think I have as well. I think I've been on one. He seems to be on one every couple of weeks. He doesn't know that many people. He must have one. No, but mate. everyone in Essex knows each other. That's how it is. No, I, I reckon he's got one mate who keeps getting engaged to different girls. <laughs> And then it all falls through. And it's he's probably been on the, like eight or nine stag dudes for this same loser mate who keeps having his relationships fall apart. For goodness sake, sheepdog. Oh, what an idiot. What an idiot. Anyway, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, if you want to hear me berate sheepdog in person, you should come to MGPX, which is on the 20th of July, Saturday the 20th It'll of July. It'll probably be on the stag do. It probably better be. not be. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he's bringing a stag to to MGPX, 
Yeah, exactly. It'll be the podcast equivalent of a stag do. I don't know what that means. It'll be the podcast equivalent of a stag do. It's on Saturday the 20th of July at the Brewery Tap in Peterborough. You can find out more information at lelujo.fm slash mgpx. The important information, though, all you really need to know um, is that we've already sold enough tickets to book the event, so you don't need to buy any tickets. You don't need to send us any money. You just need to turn up. It's at the Brewery Tap. If you've been to MGPX before, it's the same pub we've always used in Peterborough. Um, If you've never been before and you're terrified by the idea of it being a pub, don't worry, it's the back room of a pub. Um, You don't have to be a beer monster to to enjoy the day out. Um, Between the the three of us on this podcast right now, there'll probably be one alcoholic drink consumed over the course of the entire day. (laughs) So. You don't you don't need to you don't need to be a booze hound, but if you are a booze hound, there is a main bar just next door to it. So it's the best of both worlds. Um and we're gonna do a live podcast, there's gonna be a quiz, um there's gonna be a raffle if Sheepdog pulls his finger out of his backside, stops going to stag do's and sorts us out with some prizes. And um yeah, it'll just be a fun little day out where you can come and hang out with us. We'll do a bit of a podcast, have a bit of a chat. There'll probably be a few people who bring some gaming stuff along. And, um, yeah, it will just be a, a fun afternoon. Doors open about 1pm, close about 11pm. Don't feel like you have to be there for the entire 10 hours. Obviously, you're welcome to if you want to. We'll be there the whole 10 hours. Sheepdog might. He might. His mate might have got a new, a new fiancé by then. Um, but... We'll be there the whole time. The podcast itself will be about four or five o'clock-ish if you just want to come along for that. And uh, yeah, please, one and all, come and join us. It will be marvellous. I'm summoning people with my hands right now. I assume you can all sense that. Can you sense that I'm summoning with my hands? Yes. I did, yeah. Good. Yeah, I did. Good. I appreciate the, the sensing of the summoning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, uh, that's MGPX. How are we all, Pav? It feels like a lifetime since I spoke to you. I know, I'm still recovering. After, after we shared an intimate weekend together yes, down in London. Yes, I, I, I say Anna oh, deserves a medal. Saying you didn't enjoy yourself. After the experiences I've dealt with. A lov- we had uh, a lovely time. I uh, did notice, though, that you do snore a little bit. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. Jeez. I don't think you know what's going on. I might do, like, but not on the consistency that you do. No, of, like. It's like, it's, yep. it's like, it's like constant. It's no like, there's no stopping. No. It's like, I think he stopped at one point and I had to check he was still breathing. Yep, that's what just... I have to do. <laughs> that's what I have how, to do. How, how did you check I was still breathing? Well, I didn't, I, 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 I like looked over. I literally, I was still. I like up, the I, idea of you holding a mirror over my mouth. I, look, in the dark, <laughs> I looked in over room. and I was like. What? And I, I, I like kind of went to get up, and then you started snoring again. All right, okay. You must have been panicking. If I'd have died in a hotel room with you, you know you're going to prison. <laughs> Pab murders me. Well, I've had every right to after that, that amount of snoring. Disagree. Oof. Wow. We, we had a lovely time. No, you snore. Yes. You snore yeah. so loudly. I've, I've, there's I've, a reason. There's a reason why I charged you up front for the hotel for October yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. I know. And I've got a plan accordingly. I literally had a pillow on either side of my head, just just oh, blocking the noise out. So bad. It's I your fault, Anna. If you'd have come, you I'm not. Go- no, because it. I I can't I can't get I can't get away from you in hotels. That's why it's <laughs> annoying. <laughs> I'm offended. I don't think I snore that badly. Yes, you do. Nah, I think everyone exaggerates. 
I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Well, snoring aside, have you had a pleasant couple of weeks since yeah. we last saw you? Yeah, it's been alright. It's been okay. Um, I think you've had a more pleasant few weeks than I have, to be fair. We've yeah. had a very pleasant couple of weeks. We, uh, we're, we're now Disneyland addicts and we want to go back right now. Yeah, yeah. Right now. That was the same. I was the exact same no, when I did it. No no one warned me that would happen. I thought one and done. I genuinely went there believing one and done. That's it. Once in a lifetime thing. We'll just go and do that. Say we've done it. And then that's it. And I don't even know what it is about it. <laughs> I can't put my finger on a specific thing about it that makes me want to go back. No, it's but just I just want to go back. The Disney magic is there and that's the thing. It's, it's exactly that. It's not Plus, one... I didn't. I didn't get a group biscuit, and I'm gutted about it. And I want to go back and get a group biscuit. Right. Okay. Yeah, this is Spider-Man well. pudding. I did have a Spider-Man pudding, but I didn't have a group biscuit. I also didn't have a Guardians of the Galaxy cassette biscuit. No. There's a lot of biscuits I missed out on. I didn't get a Captain Marvel donut. We oh, weren't. Wow. We didn't have enough days for me to eat enough desserts. That was the problem. When so did many you go, Marvel Pat? desserts. Oh, I went. I went to Florida and. 2008. Wow. So over 10 years ago, yeah. Yeah. I went Did you to, enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. I went for two weeks, I think. Wow. And it was weeks. like, yeah, two weeks to to Florida and did it, did the whole parks, the Universal, the Sea World, and all that nonsense. Oh, that sounds amazing. The swimming with dolphins and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. And like I say, you do just want to go back immediately. Thank you. Thanks for inviting us, Pub. Ten years ago. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Ten years ago, I did. <laughs> this is like this is like Play Expo all over again. Yeah, Kevin, I yeah. didn't even know you ten years ago. So, well, the fact is, neither of you existed ten years ago. Oh, exactly. We did. Nope. Just you, you existed elsewhere. No, that's not how it works. Sheepdog was just about to was just about to exist ten years ago because that would have been. June 2009, Sheepdog was written into the script of my life in September 2009. So, uh, yeah, he's the first one to appear, and then you two appeared afterwards. Yeah, Strangely close together. <laughs> hmm. um, so, shall we talk about some video games? Why not? We don't have any tall tales to tell. Um I've been playing a video game. Hold on, I need to find my notes to make sure I get the name of it right. This okay. is one that we, it is a review code that we were sent, and I'm gonna re, I'm gonna read you the um, the exchange that me and Sheepdog had about this game mm-hmm. earlier in the week mm-hmm. because I I was a little reluctant to play it. Um, so Sheepdog, um, I'm gonna do Sheepdog's voice so you know when it's Sheepdog, okay. and then my voice so you know that it's me. I have a review code for Persona Q2 New Cinema Labyrinth on Nintendo 3DS. Splendid. Would you play it as our resident Persona fan? I'll give it a 20 minute look, but I'm not spending actual time playing a DS game in 2019. That company is crazy. Make it seem like you did more when you talk about it and I don't care really. Etc, etc. <laughs> He's a monster. Yeah. Um, and then I asked you two to tell me where my DS was. This mm-hmm. goes on and on. I didn't realise this was quite that long. Um, bottom line, though, I did. G- I gave it the 20 minutes that I promised I'd give. And since then, I've given it another five and a half hours over Good. a day and Good. a half. Good. Because it's awesome. Yeah. 
Um, and this isn't, I'm not even pretending just because Sheepdog told me to. Persona Q2, New Cinema Labyrinth. I assumed this was just going to be a turd of a spin-off, the way you normally get with stuff like this, because mm. it is a Persona spin-off game. But it's it's not a turd. It's, I don't even know how to begin to describe it, because firstly, I wish it was on the Switch, because it would look even prettier, but some of the mechanics on it probably wouldn't work if it was on the Switch, so I can just about forgive them for releasing a 3DS game in 2019. Um, But I'm I'm reading this from Wikipedia now, so I get the terminology right, and then I'll put it into Kev language. So Persona Q2 New Cinema Labyrinth is a dungeon crawler role-playing video game. Um, it's a spin-off of the Persona series, itself part of the larger Megami Tensei franchise, yeah. and a sequel to Persona Q Shadow of the Labyrinth. It was released in Japan in November and worldwide in June 2019. Um, so, it's mental. It, it's just nuts. So, it takes... Going right back to the start of it, it's set, I would say, about three quarters of the way through Persona 5. So those of you right. who've played Persona 5 will know that you go around basically using the friendship mechanic in, mechanic in Persona 5 to build your team of people, and then you use that team of people to go into mementos and go into the uh, different castles and collect Personas and defeat the baddies and form your team. And this game takes place after you've formed the entire team. So you've unlocked all of those team members, but you haven't yet finished Persona 5 um, because the whole team is still together. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a spoiler. I hope it, if it's, you know, it's a two year old game. If that's a spoiler, yeah. I've got to spoil it a little bit. Um, so it's set then, and it starts because you're basically just driving around in mementos in Morgana, the, the cat car van. See, I told you it was mental and you end up crashing and everything goes a bit crazy and you wake up in a deserted cinema. And eventually, after why we're in this deserted cinema, you realise that you're still dressed up in your in your Phantom Thieves, in your Persona gear. So you're still in Mementos, but it's a part of it that you've never been to before. And it's this, it's this abandoned cinema area. And okay. eventually, after exploring the cinema, and this, I say exploring, but you can't act, you're not actually controlling any of the movement during this. It's literally just... Um, like DS role-playing game style character pops up on screen to say their piece. Next one pops up, just 2D image stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it gives the impression that you're making choices and making decisions, but you really not. Cause if you choose the wrong one, it just corrects you. Someone else says, right. well, how about we do this instead? So it's a lot, a lot of exposition up front. But we eventually <laughs> get to the point where we realize that we're trapped in this weird part of mementos. We can't get out of it. And if we travel through the cinema screen, we go into a labyrinth, which is a, which is takes the form of a city where a film is taking place. Right. It's a su- I know it's it's nuts. It's a superhero film with the superhero is the first bad guy from Persona Five, the school teacher, but he's now a superhero and he's kidnapped a couple of the Persona Five team. And you have to navigate your way around this labyrinth to find them and rescue them. And you can, it all, it all becomes first person when you're in there and you're literally moving around squares of a map, drawing the map as you go on the bottom screen of the DS with your stylus. And you advance by unlocking the entire map, drawing it all out and finding the next staircase, 
battling personas on the way, etc., etc. But it becomes even more crazy because before too long, someone from Persona 3 turns up (sighs) because they're trapped in there as well. Oh, okay. Someone for someone for Persona Three. Not only do they turn up, but their Velvet Room people turn up. So I forgot to mention the twins from the Persona Five Velvet Room are also in this cinema. Yep. But when you find the Persona Three person, their Velvet Room people are there as well. Oh wow! That's just amazing, isn't it? All right, woman. (laughs) I apologise for explaining to people what this video game is about. (laughs) It's not like you do that every week. I'm joking. Carry on. Ah. Um, and having read ahead on Wikipedia, not like spoilers, the first the first sentence of the plot on Wikipedia is the story of the game focuses on the cast from Persona 3, Persona 4 and Persona 5. Okay. So presumably we're going to stumble across some of the people from Persona 4 fairly soon as well. I'm still on the first area at the moment. Right. Okay. But I'm close to finishing it. So I assume once this film is done and we've beaten this bad guy... We're going to do another film, which I assume will be the next bad guy from Persona 5 as we work through all those again. And I guess some of the Persona 4 characters are going to appear as well. Um, It is nuts. Now, because that was largely nonsense, I am now going to read out the plot from Wikipedia just so people... It's it's like a paragraph. It's not a lot, but just because what I said was probably nonsense. The story of the game focuses on the cast from Persona 3, Persona 4 and Persona 5. During a trip to Mementos, Joker and the rest of the Phantom Thieves of Hearts find themselves in a film which is connected to a theatre that is locked from the inside. When Makoto and ha- with, with Makoto and Haru kidnapped, the, than- the Phantom Thieves meet Nagi and Hikari in the theatre, who are also locked in with them, as well as Doe, a shadow in the projection room. As the Phantom Thieves venture through movies, they meet allies along the way. The Persona 3 female protagonist um, is there, the investigation team in Jurassic Land, the Seas in Aegis. All of them would have fallen into the movie during a routine trip to the TV world and Tartarus. So basically, we've got this weird extra section of Mementos where there's all the cast of Persona 3, 4 and 5 all knocking about in here together, doing nutso mental stuff and drawing maps with a stylus. It's absolutely insane, but I can't put it down. I, I don't know what it is about Persona games. They just get under my skin and the music, as ever, is brilliant. It's got music yeah. from the various Persona games. Um, you can download more as DLC, which I'm tempted really? to just throw some money at them and get some more music as DLC, because I love all the music. But mm. it's um, it, oh, it's just awesome. It's Persona, but not. So it doesn't have any of the um, doesn't have any of the real world making friends, living day to day Japanese teenage life stuff. None of that's in there. But all of the dungeon crawling exploration stuff that you'd expect is there. It's just different. The combat system works differently to what it does in the mainline games and is a little bit more complex to sort of balance out the fact that you don't have any of the real world stuff as well. And there's just little twists and changes to mean you're not just, okay, this is more of the same. I'm just doing what I normally do. It has little intricacies to it, extra little things to learn, um, different orders of doing actions, personas work in different ways, rather than your character having multiple personas and everyone else having one. Everyone can have a main persona and a sub-persona. You all choose your actions before a turn starts. Just all these little subtle differences that mean 
it feels really familiar, but at the same time, you're learning new mechanics and playing it as a new game. And it's um, it's just awesome. It's really, really cool. I want to dig out Persona Q1 now, which I don't even know when that came out. Let's have a look. That was from 2014, and that was the cast of Persona 3 and Persona 4. So I'm tempted. To, that's a 3DS game as well. I'm tempted to dig that one out as well because this is just so cool. And I'm now wishing I hadn't written off all of the weird spin-offs because this series is mad because mm-hmm. the Persona series itself is a spin-off and there's loads of spin-offs within it as well, including crazy dance games that we played at yeah, EGX, we played EGX yeah. and some other just really weird stuff. And I've always kind of ignored the spin-off stuff now. I'm looking at one now on the Wikipedia page. There's a Persona 4 card battle on mobile phones. There's so many games that spin off from this, and it can be it can be a little bit difficult working out which ones you should play. I I've kind of just stuck to the main Persona 3, Persona 4, Persona 5 so far, um, but now I'm thinking. I might have to explore this even. I'm I'm falling into this even deeper. I don't. I give me give me a year. I'm going to be playing the the Shin Megami Tensei games, and I'll be a full on JRPG nerd. I'll be buying the I'll be buying the manga and all sorts. You're going to be buying the, but, the Japanese figurines, similar to me. I can't do that. I noticed they sell them in the um, mankind. You no, know, yeah, mankind. That shop. Yeah. That seems to be everywhere. They had all the Dragon Ball Z ones in there. Oh, really? There you go. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's um it's great. Persona Q two, New Cinema Labyrinth. I know it's a review code and read into that what you will. I haven't reviewed a review copy game for about four years because we never seem to get any that I'll enjoy. Um but if you are familiar with my work from the distant past, I don't mind calling them trash when they're trash. And this one's not trash. This one is awesome. And um yeah, if you've if you enjoy if even if you enjoyed Persona five or Persona four just a little bit, you'll enjoy this just as much of a little bit and you should check it out because it's it's just great. And I've always said the Persona games are better on handheld and I stand by it. As much as I enjoyed Persona five, I love the fact that with this it's just there on my three DS, I can pick it up, have a twenty minute blast, close hmm. the DS, move on, do something else, come back to it. It's just awesome. So are you in now on the Persona 5 spin-off for Switch? What's explain? There was a, there was a, there was a Persona 5 spin-off thing for Switch coming out, isn't there? And oh, you were annoyed that Persona 5 wasn't God. just coming to Switch. Right, talk to me about this because I know no, I've deliberately ignored it. Right, so Persona 5, let's have a look at spin-offs. Persona 5 Royal, is that is that it? No, that's no, that's, that's, out that's on the PlayStation, isn't it? Yeah, there's a Switch one so, that's coming out, which is which is like a spin-off game well, again. I'm going to have to get it. Is it out now? No, 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 it's not out yet. No. Um, I'm obviously going to have to get it now. Deep Silver, if you are listening and you liked my review of this one, send me that one too. Um, but no, it's they're just oh, they they're annoyingly good and it's just a, the the most the worst thing about it is the fact that they take so long. Oh, they're so big. Which for most people isn't a criticism, I'm sure. But I just I, I'm I'm five hours in and I'm thinking I'm loving this, but I do want to know how the story ends. So if we can if we can max it out at maybe another five hours, that would be lovely. I suspect it's probably got another eighty hours in it because that's usually how these things happen. Hmm. Hmm. So Persona Five Scramble: The Phantom Strikers is an action RPG from Dynasty Warriors developer Omega Force. Right, I'm in. I'll have it. No. Yeah, all over that. Have you have you seen have you seen a Dynasty Warriors game? 
I've played one. Yeah. Yeah. They're alright. Okay. Let's let's okay, let's let's wait and see. <laughs> let's wait and see. As long as, I think what uh, the other thing I'm learning is as long as it's got the soundtrack, I'll be alright. Yeah. As long as it's yeah. playing the music. Because the music is amazing. Yeah. I still have the CD in the car, but Anna doesn't let me play it. What? I know. It's the best Apparently part of the game. Gets, it gets annoying listening to it over and over again on long car journeys. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, I don't think it does. I might get the dancing games now. Just go all in on all this stuff. Yeah, why not? Anna, will you do Persona 5 dancing with me? No. Will you do Persona 3 dancing with me? No. Will you do Persona 4 dancing with me? No. Oh, she's thinking about that one. No? No. Well, it's a little disappointing. But yeah, that's um, that's all I've played in the last two weeks, obviously apart from Football Manager. But I've not even played much Football Manager because we were away for a lot of it. So it pretty much has been um, a couple of weeks of not really playing any games at all, followed by the last couple of days of just throwing myself back into the 3DS, which I genuinely didn't realise I still had. I had to go and find it. <laughs> And dust it off and charge it up. So I'm glad I still have one. You were going to like sell it, weren't you, a few months ago? Yeah, because I had no reason to use it. I didn't realise mm. it was still a thing that they were releasing games on. Mm. Oh yeah, I, I do. That is the big, the big. I guess the mo- the biggest criticism of this is I don't really understand why it's not on the Switch. Why? Why go for the? I don't. I'm sure because because reason. it's a bigger it's probably a bigger game in Japan, and the the 3ds is the biggest console in Japan or in that yeah, territory. I guess that makes sense. And probably because they're just the using game. the same engine as as Persona Q1. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that's got a lot of it, a lot to do with it as well. But yeah, that's um, that's my last two weeks of gaming. Over to you, crazy kids, while I carry on watching The Undertaker versus Goldberg, which has already been going on for about ten minutes. Wow. They still a thing. Good. I thought Goldberg was dead. They have a combined age of well over 100. Yeah, I remember <laughs> but, Goldberg when I would watch it before yeah. was I, That's why I'm surprised this match is going as long as it is. I, I'm a little bit worried one or both of them are going to have a heart attack if they carry on much longer. <laughs> Because they're literally just falling over each other in the ring at the moment. Yeah. Like sweaty old men. They're both at least 20 years older than me. What? They're in their 50s? They're well oh, yeah. into their 50s, yeah. Easily. Oh, there you go. The Undertaker's just beaten Goldberg. WWF Surprise. beats WCW once again. Over to you two. Anna, uh... what have you got for me? Really, I've just been going through what I haven't finished, so I've played a bit of Spider Man from the start. Okay, um, you started again, I, yeah. Well, I did it, I got I turned it on, I had no idea what I was doing or why, so I started it again. But then it's trying to you have to get through all the starts, like the starting missions, and learning things again. I just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I. I yeah, I just had a couple of hours on that, and then I had a couple of hours started The Witcher again because again Oof. I've not finished it. Wow, that's one to start again. Already. <laughs> that is a big task. Yeah, so like I have saves. I just wanted yeah. I wanted to see where I was at in my own like remembering of things. But yeah, yeah you just want to get reacquainted with it. Yeah, yeah. 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 but I, the my latest 
like my last save before I started again was the DLC with the vampires and I, I cannot do okay, the last yeah. bit of it and it's just it's doing really because I cannot get through the boss battle so that's the ver- why is that the, the very last boss battle I think so and yeah, I just I, can't do it cause it's, I couldn't it, do it no it I, it, I it watched changes, a YouTube video yeah it changes tastic, tactics yeah, and he does. Just, like, yeah. I can't get through it yeah um, it's difficult so yeah it is so I might just try and find a save that's not in that world because the world is beautiful like the is that the is that like, the blood and wine one? Yeah, I think it is blood and wine that one. That one is amazing. Because I did the yeah. f- the other one, the I can't know what it's called. This the heart of stone. Yeah, I think that, so. That yeah. one I did that. That was funny as anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just the way the story was, but this other one, the world is beautiful, but I just can't. I can't get the end bit. It's doing murder. Yeah, um, yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, what else have I done? Um, so I got given the code for Elsewhere on uh, Elder Scrolls. So yes. this is set in the Khajiit region. I'm not quite sure because I'm not that well up on on the areas of mm-hmm. of the Elder Scrolls. But yeah, we're in this place called Elsewhere. I'm guessing that's what it's called. And um, dragons have appeared. For the first time in in this this iteration of Elder Scrolls um, online, okay. so I've just like literally just seen one. He is bright blue and he has a lot of fire. So yeah, I need to find out why they're here. But like when I start, when you start the game, you go to like like before you even get to any of these places, a tutorial, and you meet a guy called Cadwell. Who is a famous actor? I can't think of what his name is, but he's very British. He's been in the Black Adder films, I think, and he's now returned. So you get to okay. have his um, witty banter, if you will. Is a bit weird. Like you find him in this one, he's wearing a a, uh, a pot. Apparently, that is a helmet to him. So you're like, all right, you do you. But he's a bit weird. But that's fun. Yeah, it's just it's Elder Scrolls. It's pretty much the same as the rest of it. You just big open world. Yeah, the M- M- NPCs talk to you, unlike other Bethesda games that oh. I won't mention. Um, yep, yep, yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because it's by Zenimax, not not yep. by. Uh, it's not a Bethesda, Bethesda studio, no. Yeah. So Bethesda, it starts with Bethesda, but it's not, it's not made by them. I don't think it's Zenimax, which is like I think is still Bethesda, but different. yeah, they own they own Zenimax. Or yeah, so or like that, but yeah. like I wish seventy six was like this. I really do. This is like typical MMO. What I know to be an MMO. Yeah, yeah. Then what that is. So I did put in. 76 today i was in there 10 minutes i just turned off i was like i just i can't bothered like i i've got like three characters i started my i went to my level eight character and i was just like i was at the airport and thinking i've done this three times nothing ever changes and i know it's not supposed to because it is a set story but it doesn't seem to be 
like I get to level 30 and I can't go any further because it scares the bejesus out of me. <laughs> like literally the the scorch beasts are there and it scares me to death because they're so big and they're, they are like the dragons in Skyrim. Dragons in Skyrim didn't bother me, but these things do because they're glowy and they're green and they're just... Uh, and like if they show up they bring their minions as well so you you try and take on this flying thing with like the scorch trying to eat you and it's just like no and like so i've got like my level 30 character i'm in the swamp area and there's like oh what are they called my looks there's queen my looks around and there's like these um vines that try and eat you and i was just like no no, I don't. I don't want to play. Like I love Fallout, but I can't. I don't want to be in that. So I haven't gone back to that. And then I just went to install Red Dead because when I wanted to play it when it came out, because of the hoo ha where we were go- we were going to London mm-hmm. for something. I don't remember. I I um I did digitally downloaded it. So, and I've obviously, since then, I've deleted it and blah, 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 because other games come out. I went to put it back in, it's like 100 gig, and I was like, what Mm -hmm. the hell? 100 gig for a game, but then I looked at, like, that's just a single player game. I know they've got the online, but I'll never touch the online. I don't, I have no no interest in Red Dead Online, so I have no interest in GTA Online. Like, I played it when it came out because everyone was but i have no interest in that so i've got that downloading for 16 hours i think it is. Wow. um earlier today i was playing some prey just because i had like a tinker okay. uh, uh, i just wanted to play prey do you know when you just you think about a game thinking that that was quite good yeah, yeah. so i put that in for a few hours and played it today i have no interest in going back i've already finished the game but i just I wanted to play with like the the glue gun and the shotgun and the aliens and just because now they've put in a mode that is just literally story. So before right. you would have like your easy and your normal and whatnot, but now they have just story. So because Kevin huh. always keeps hello, that's my there. name. Yeah, but you keep going. What is this? Looks like Bioshock because it does have that aesthetic. And I'm like, well, there is a story mode. You're not going to die, but it basically is the level of you won't die. Just hit. A few I'll find things. a way. <laughs> yeah. So, because like I, I put it on easy because I didn't want to think, but I just wanted to play it. But yeah, the story mode, you you won't die. The... I'll find a way. <laughs> what I'm dying? Yeah. Uh, you're mad, but um, yeah. Like I, I'm, I've heard rumors that on. Sunday, there is going to maybe be some Borderlands 2 DLC that I'm interested in for free. Yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, this. so I've got that already installed just just in case that gets announced because I will be on that like a fly on poop. Like, I'll be all over mm. that. Um, yeah, it's, it's been going around. I'm very excited for that. Um, what else in the future? Judgment from the people that make Yakuza. Yeah. Um, but it's English um, instead of being subtitled, which I'm interested in. I like Yakuza. It's a bit weird and a bit mad, but 
I like the in-games. Um, what else? The Wolfenstein twin thing. Mm. That's yes. coming out. But at the moment, that's about it. So I'm going to watch. I'm going to fast forward through some E3s. I have no interest in watching them all because most of the time they're about games I'm not interested in. But I'll have a look at them all. Have a look at because like I've heard about Watch Dogs being in London. I like the mm. idea of that. I like Watch Dogs. Um, yeah, I really like Watch Dogs, and it seems to be Marcus still. So I'm all over yeah. that because Marcus is quite funny, and I like him. Um, that's that's it. That's not. I've not done a lot because obviously I've been on holiday. I didn't take any gaming with me because I couldn't find my case. Um, mm. I might be getting the pet game that's on the oh, yeah. on the Switch, but not for myself, for Andy. Oh, but no. if I get it for him, I have to watch him because he'll eat my controllers. So that's if you get it for him. If you get the game for him, you may as well say goodbye to your Switch. Well, no, I can yeah, buy his own point. controllers. It's a good point. And, and just buy him a set. Like, but because he can play it on the TV and he can play it sat on me. But I don't want him to. I don't want to give him the switch because I have games on there. But I know he loves a pet game. And his birthday's like in a few weeks, so oh, I'll just buy him one. But then if I buy him one, he's still going to eat it. So I might just buy him the game and his own set of controllers, <laughs> and he can only play it when I'm here or can supervise. But, yeah, just E3 and maybe some free mm. DLC is what I'm anchoring for. But, yeah, I got the Elder Scrolls thing for free and I just have to put it out there. But, yeah, it's big and, yeah, go and play it if, if you like Elder Scrolls. It's more of the same, but got dragons. Splendid. Yeah. Good old Pab, what have you been up to, sir? Well, 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 let's have a look. Um, let's get the usuals out of the way. Fortnite is moving along. It's trucking on to week five of season nine. Season already. nine. Wow. Season nine of the Battle Pass. We're on to week five already, so we're halfway through it already, which seems insane. Um, what is the um, the theme? The theme? Gouging money out of children. Is it? Is the um, theme, I think. Wasn't he stuck in the in a mountain and came out and it's all futuristic? That was the last time I. Yes, that's that's the theme of the, it's futuristic. So there's the Neo tilted and Mega Mall is now a thing. So it's like right. it's all futuristic and they've got like these like they're like big Dyson fans that just send did like give you like these vortexes that you can just pretty much just fly around the entire map now. Um, right. But yeah, I do continue to play that. I tend to play it probably once. Or twice a week now. We tend to do it like the the night the challenges come out. We just play it just to do all the challenges and then stop playing it because it's it's not as fun at the minute. It seems. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're all the other thing I'm playing uh, constantly is Apex Legends at the minute just because we're coming to the end of that battle pass now. It's like oh, does that have a battle pass as well? That the battle pass. It's, it's a three month long battle pass. It's been an absolute age. Wow. Um, I think we've got like about two weeks left on the battle pass, and they've just started putting challenges into it. They never, they didn't put anything in it at all. It was just play the game, and it was just a battle pass, just just going. 
Um, but they've put challenges in it this past week, so it's they're very simple challenges, and they give you all skins and like different things for different guns. And it, but they're just like, get yeah, top five in this in this rank, you know, five times whatever it is, get number of kills or whatever it is. It's not they're not difficult at all. So what can you? Pretty play? difficult to me. Yeah, it's not that difficult really if you if you try, if you try. Um, so that's something I will continue to play because. I think I don't know. I'm kind of preferring it at a minute. I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm doing better on it than I am with Fortnite. Um, <laughs> who knows? Um, the other games I'm playing, or I have played. Um, hmm, do I go with? Let's go with. Hmm, it's a game that I said last week on the show, and Sheepdog told me off because it has a curse word in the in the title. How dare you? Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, I can't think what it's called. It's called Void Bar Bar Stewards. Let's go with that. <laughs> yes, we're, we're family friendly YouTube. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. But that that I I'm playing that game, and boy oh boy, is that a good game? It's a FPS roguelike, um, with like a that's like it kind of like an, an FTL kind of like map on it, like you you travel you travel across, um, and you you start off with a random character and they have random traits similar to what was that game called that you liked with the with the knight you started as a knight and you you'd have random traits to to begin with. Oh, rogue. Rogue Legacy. That's the yeah. one. Yeah, so you do, you have that. So you, you, you don't, from what I could tell, I didn't, I don't think you, you get to choose which character you get. You just get, you just get assigned a random character at the start of each, at each time you, you start a new game. Um, and the first, the first game I played, I feel like I got absolutely, just absolutely just done over by the, the randomness because I found myself eat, each time you like move across the map, it like takes up. It says like cons- consumes one fuel and one food, and you've got like a certain amount of food. And if you choose, you can choose to land on this this ship that you go in. You like because you just ping across this map to different ships, and your aim of the game is to like pillage these ship these like ships and then get off again and move on, move down the map to wherever you need to go, and. There's a certain point where you've got to you've got to go pillage these ships because you've run out of food or you've run out of fuel and you kind of got to go. Um, and I found myself in a in a position where I had no bullets and no bombs and no way of defending myself. So I I had like well I've got to go on this ship now. Um, and I died I died pretty quick. Um, <laughs> but you keep the progress of so you have like a like a workbench I think it is something like that or some sort of like you have like a there's like a progress board where you like like a skill tree as it were so you're getting like better gun an upgraded gun or body armor or whatever and you keep that so then you move it keep it for your next run so you so you get to keep that stuff so that stuff stays stays with you and the next one i did i'm still playing right now is has been pretty damned amazing um I've not run out of bullets once. I feel like I've, I've done it. It's just like the look of the drawer. I just feel like I've been very, I've done really well. I kind of just got through it pretty straightforward. Um, 
and yeah, it's it's like it is it's comic book style. The style is cel shaded comic book esque, mm-hmm. and it's um it's got like you know the you know you can hear people coming like on the other side of the door, and you can see like the little it goes like creep 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 like you can see like it just pops up saying creep like if someone's like walking <laughs> walking on the other side of the door. Oh yeah. So it's like it's got like it's got a very much a comic book aesthetic, um, and it's I'm just enjoying it. I'm just really enjoying it. It's it's got a weird sense of humor, and it's they're all the all the enemies. I feel like it's made by it must be made by British people, English people, because <laughs> they're all like Cockney geezers. These these enemies, these like aliens yeah. that that you, that you land in, and they're all effing and jeffing at me like Cockney yeah. geezer style, and it's. It it makes me I was like I was surprised sometimes I'm actually like stunned by some of the things these these little aliens are saying to me, um, and sometimes it's just like I just got on a ship and it says like oh there's loads of these enemies a couple of these um, and there's no lights on in the ship so you're just bumbling around in the pitch black so you, it, sometimes it's just like. It's, it's cool though. You just go across this map and you're just kind of deciding what you want to go to. And you can, you can like say, Oh, I want to work towards upgrading my gun. So you say it needs this, this part. And then it'll like say, there's a part on this ship and it'll just arrow you to, to like a certain ship. So you've got to go take your path that way down, down the, like the, the star map or whatever it is that you've got. And it's, it's cool. I've, I've really enjoyed just, just wandering around. I mean, to be fair. It's about getting the good run, because. Yeah. But, but I think at times I've just been like, sort of just go for it and just just run, and just pick up fuel, pick up some uh, food, and just move and just just get in, get out, and and just go for it and just like it kind of pays off. Whereas I think the first time I was playing, I was kind of stressed out because I didn't have any any bullets or anything like that, and then there was like loads of enemies. And I was like, oh, this is just really hard, and then. You got you got to take them runs as like experimental runs and seeing as far as you can get and advancing like your your skills sort of thing with little, what little you've got and you you go again and see how you see what you draw is next time. Um, so yeah, so I will I will keep playing that one. I imagine because it's it's kind of fun it just to drop in. And you can you can do like just a quick run. You can do like a ten minute run or whatever. You can just. Drop in and go. Okay, I'm going to play this one life. Admittedly, this one life that I've been playing has lasted an hour, and it and I can I can literally exit it, and it saves the game for me where I was. So it's not like as if I, I exit the game and I lose my progress, and it starts again from the beginning. So it's been that's pretty good. Um, so the other game I've been playing, um, uh, it's called The Outer Wilds. I've heard about and this it. Is biz- I've not this is played it. Yeah, people are raving about it at the minute, and it's people are like absolutely going wild as they were, and then forgive the pun, but yeah, it's a, it's it's a really interesting game. It I was getting like it's a mix between like Firewatch and Kerbal Space Program. I like Firewatch. That's yeah, it's yeah Firewatch is a good game and. I can, it, there's like, so you, you, you wake up, you start off, it's like first person again, and you're, you're like an alien race, and you are, you're an ast- astronaut on this alien planet, and you're getting ready to go, go into space. 
Um, and the, the, you have to go and get like, you have to go around your, your little village when you, before you go and you talk to everyone and you gotta go and get the launch codes from the observatory. And then you find out there's like these, like this, this other alien race that they're trying to, they're trying to study and trying to, trying to like find out what they are, who they are and where they are sort of thing. And you have like a, a translator, like, um, gun that kind of, it's like, a, it's like a, it scans like, like, like language on the wall and it translates it into your language so you can read it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're trying to, you, you like go around trying to study the study planets and what have you and study the, the writings on the walls and stuff. Um, so you, you go to your ship and you take off and you, you, it's like, it's like the, um, No Man's Sky thing where you just get in, get in the ship and just, just off you go and, eat and you're out. You're out into space and off, and you can do whatever you want, sort of thing. You can go to whatever planet you want. You can go into straight into the sun if you want to. Um, because this game is also a bit of a roguelike in the sense of you die, you start again. It's like, it's like Groundhog Day. You kind of, you start looping, you die and you, you wake up and you're back at the, at the campfire ready, ready to go to take off again. Uh, you don't have to do all like all the thing again, like getting the launch course. You already have the launch course, so you can just get back in your ship and just go again. But you're filling out like um like your logbook. So you have a logbook in your ship, and mm-hmm. you are like filling in like the details of like everything you've done. It, it, at the end of each level, it kind of rewind it, like it rewinds through everything and kind of records it all, like what what's gone on in that previous run. Right. And so you're trying to fill in this logbook of trying to find out like there's like. There's like a rumor page, so then it's like such and such a body is on this this planet. Uh, such and such a body is on this planet. Um, there's some sort of strange, like archaeological dig on this planet, and you kind of go to it to try and find it to fill in like the details and like fill in your logbook and get more details about each of these planets and the weird stuff that's going on, like with this alien race that they don't know about, and they're trying to translate all this, all these like. Writings or what have you, it's 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 insane. It's mm-hmm. kind of it's cool, but it's insane. I mean, I there's some stuff that I was like, it's 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 cool, but but very strange. And it's like it's it's kind of mesmerising. You're sitting there just playing it, going, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> it's just like they're the best games sometimes. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. And and it's on. I think it's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's on Game Pass, so you can get it now if you've got Xbox Game Pass. Um, I've got it for PC. And it's, like I say, I want to play more of it. I want to play more and just explore the world because it's, it's very much, it's like, so you go out to space and it's like, okay, you can, you can like, left stick, push in the left stick and it'll like show you that, like, it'll like track onto it, like, to track a planet sort of thing. And then you can like hold hold the button down to get the trajectory of the planet, so you just kind of get into the kind of like area of it. And then you've got to change the camera angle to like the landing camera, and then you kind of land slowly landing. You know, and you use like the you have like the thrusters on the on the on the, on the uh, triggers, mm. so you, it's like proper like kind of it's like it's not Kerbal. Kerbal is very much a technical thing. 
it is kind of it's like Kerbal Light in that sort of thing, but it has like all this kind of story elements and this like this strange like story arc that's going on that we don't quite know what's going on with it yet. But it's it's cool. It's really cool, and I've enjoyed it. For, I've played probably about two or three hours, maybe, and you can. Actually, you can do whatever you want, really. You can go around each planet doing everything meticulously. I found, I found a planet where there is another planet which is just... There's like a, a planet with another planet orbiting it, and the, the planet that's orbiting it is just just like a, like a cascade of sand just going on it. So it's slowly filling up with sand. Right. So I kind of found myself... In, I went into a cavern in there, and I suddenly found myself I couldn't get out again because... My way, the way I'd come in was was filled had filled with sand. Yeah. So I man, I managed to find. I was like thinking, I'm stuck in this cave now. I'm gonna die in this. I'm gonna drown in the sand, sort of thing. And then I found I found a crashed ship from this other alien race, and they they had a ejector pod and just managed to get out of it. So I managed <laughs> to climb out the top of the the, the crashed crashed spaceship and get out and get back to my ship. And I'm like thinking. At some point, sure, this cannot just be the end of this planet where I, I, I should have... It could be. It could well be the end yeah. of this planet that is just filled up with sand because I was watching it. I was physically watching the sand, the, the levels rise up. I was thinking at some point, this planet's going to orbit back around and the sand's going to fall back into the other planet. Sure, I don't know. It might do that. Yeah, I don't know how it's so going to work. I don't know, but it's bizarre. It's, it's like really cool and bizarre and there's like really amazing music in it. Um... And you like you do like you're looking for signals, and all the signals are like music based. So all the different people that you've sent out to all these different planets have different. So one has a banjo, one has a harmonica, or something like that. So you can you can listen out for signals. You go, okay, that's such and such a body. He's on this planet, and I can hear him. I can hear just hear his signal. So he's still alive, sort of thing. And he's he's there, so we can go and find him. And we always oh, he's, he's, can hear the banjo music. Okay, it's, it's it's there's so much stuff to it, and. It just needs to be played. As I say, if you've got Xbox Game Pass, it's yeah, there to go and play. We've got it. Yeah, go and have a look at it because it's 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 crazy but cool mm. at the same time. But other than that, that's your lot. Splendid. Of course, you're all forgetting the headline that I assume everyone else has all done as well, and we've all gone and pre-ordered Google Stadia no. after the uh, right. announcement and everything yesterday. No. But why? Because we don't know what. Because. It why? Why? Why do I need to do that? To secure your name, Pab. To secure your name. I'm not, I, I don't think anyone's going to be going for my name. I'm going to go for your name now. What are you doing? I'm, I'm not bothered. I'm actually, I'm actually not I'm bothered. One in my name, one in your name. I'm, I'll just not get it then. I'll just never get it. Well, then you'll be left behind, sir. I won't because I'll, I'll get wow. Xboxes. Ver- I'll get Xboxes version. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Ah. It doesn't matter simply because there's nothing on there that isn't already. Out available everywhere. Yeah, I haven't already got. So, so right now like, there is oh, not. You're, st- you're stuck in the past. This is the future. It's like I don't. They've tried this before. They tried on live. They've tried other things, and they just don't work. But even I've if you do, it will work eventually. Once it, internet is fast enough, they even will if work. even if you do, it doesn't matter though because there's nothing on there right now that is is worthy of me paying 120 quid to to get a controller and be. A, I can get it for free in six months' time of when it comes out, <laughs> and then I'll worry about it then. If I don't get my name, I'll I'll come up with another name. It doesn't matter. Can I come up with your new name if you don't get yours? We'll see. 
We'll see you. Deal. I, I get to name your Google Stadia account. Yeah. Yeah, I'm worried now because uh, you named Sheepdog's no, like Child. Him. And I know what, I know what you named Sheepdog's Child. <laughs> so That was his own fault. Yes, yes. That was but back yeah. in the days when I was allowed to say things like that. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, I, I, my initial thought was, well, I better do it then. And then I took a step back and went, no. No, don't because what you're gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna go load up Destiny or whatever, load up Assassin's Creed. And go, oh yeah, that works. Yeah, turn it off again. So what? Yeah, it, exactly. It, yeah, it's not like as if it's not like as if it's got the newest games on there. That I mean, and it's uh, not like it's as if have Football Manager 2020 yes, but on it. I'm but paying. I don't. I, I don't want to pay for a service and another service. You can buy the games a la carte, can't you? You can. Yeah. So I can Although, buy... if you're not a premium subscriber, you only get them in 1080 exactly. in 4K. You have to uh, so okay, no. so 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 I can get I can get a higher resolution if I buy it on Steam and have the physical game. So there's no there's no any lag at all, or any chance of lag, or anything like that, input lag, or anything like that, because I'll have the physical game installed on my system. Am I right? Bunch of cavemen. I'm right, though, aren't I? So. So I'm not. I'm not against it. I'm honestly not against it, but I don't see the point. I I would rather let the guinea pigs go first and pay the 120 quid like mugs, and then watch everyone say it's crap. I go okay. Well, I'll get a controller just in case, and then let's face it, Pab. They've never before released anything like this that I didn't get the day it came out. So I'm. Oh, trust me. Trust me. I I wanted it. I trust me. I looked at it. I went. Oh, I'd like a. I'd like a a midnight blue controller, whatever it's called. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, it's got to be better than the wasabi one or the 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 black one or the white one. I was like, that's got to be better. And then I was like, no, I'm not paying 120 quid for a Chromecast and a controller and. Three months subscription to your premium, whatever it is. I was like, no. I'll have no point. you know, it's a Chromecast Ultra. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because if I'm streaming to my, if I'm streaming to my PC, I don't need a Chromecast, do I? I just need Chrome. I just want to be able to play Football Manager on the telly with a controller. No, I'll just get another keyboard and mouse. You're connected not playing what, it on though? the TV. You have to, to work you... and go to uni sometimes. And Are stuff. you going to connect? I don't. It to hey, what? you're not playing it on this TV. You have a TV outside. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not having you fiddling around with USB ports. You'll just pull it down. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. We will see. We will. We will. I agree. We will. We will. I'll, just, I'll just take the remote, Kevin. You don't yes. have to work the TV without the remote. I do. I use my phone to operate the TV anyway. Uh, yeah, with Netflix, but not with that. Mm. Mm. I like to think as a Google Stadia founder, which is the little badge I'll have next to my name forever, they'll find a way for me to do it with my phone. They'll have thought of people like you getting in my way as a blaze, trailblazing, trend-setting guinea pig. Buffoon. How dare you. Just for that, the next time we share a room together, I'm going to snore. No, I look Nothing forward to it. I, I, will, I will be much more prepared this time. Look, I you thought, were told to take earplugs oh, I and thought, And I thought, how bad could it be? <laughs> you were given adequate warning. Yeah, yeah, I know. And like I say, I'll be more prepared next time. 
he's gonna jab his own ears out, burst his eardrums he's two days jab before. Jab you, that's what he's gonna do. Throw things <laughs> at you. Just you people need to just wear earplugs. It's not a hard. No, you just earplugs. need to stop snoring. Yeah, I don't believe I do. Yes, you do. Oh yeah. I, I think I just associate myself with people who've got sensitive ears. It's obviously a character trait of mine. Hmm. So, back to MGPX. We started the podcast with MGPX News. We're going to end with some MGPX News as well. Um, MGPX t-shirts, official MGPX t-shirts, are going to go on sale at some point in the next few days. Keep your eyes on, I would say, the podcast Twitter, but I don't have any way of posting on that. So keep an eye on my Twitter, and I'll tell you when. They're probably going to be from our merch store anyway, so I don't have to set up a separate page. So, those of you who've already got a T-shirt ordered as part of the Indiegogo campaign, I'll be contacting you in the next few days to ask what size you want and get those ordered and sent out for you. But they will be going on general sale for a couple of weeks. Someone said, are they are they going to be available at the event? No, we're not buying stock of these. These are going to be print-on-demand things. So, we'll probably have them on sale until, like, the end of June. Because there's no point yeah. you buying one three days before the event because it ain't going to be there in time. And I'm assuming nobody wants to buy one not wear it to the event and just have it. That's weird. They're to wear on the day. So they'll be, once they're available, I'll announce it on Twitter. Um, they'll be available for a couple of weeks. And then that'll be that. They should be pretty cool, though. I've asked for a very snazzy looking design. Um, and hopefully we're on the same page, me and the designer person. And we will end up with a nice snazzy design. I've not, I've not seen it yet, though. It, it'll be good if, if it's, if it's, not out this time next week that means the first one was awful and i had to start again but they will be out very very soon and um and then we're ever closer to the big day itself exciting exciting stuff um so we are gonna wrap things up there um like i said you do need to keep your eye on all the twitter stuff so podcast which i assume only sheepdog posts to is at mguk podcast or you can follow me at lelujo one of you two. Anna. One of you two. Anna, go on. Hugh. Pardon? It's you. What's me? Thanks for listening, Anna. Oh, sorry. I was I was reading something. So where can people find you on Twitter? I'm at Miss Lelujo. And I'm at Pab1986. Splendid. Um, I don't remember what I say after that, so I'm just going to end it there. <laughs> See you next week, boys and girls. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, folks. <laughs>